Greetings, ladies and gentle nerds, and welcome to the Speculating Nerd Podcast. I am your host, Neo, and this is an attempt at a show. How's everybody doing? Hello there. I uh, gotta work on that timing. It's season two of the Speculating Nerd Podcast, uh, episode 70. We're continuing with the trajectory that we're going, but it is officially season two of the show. That was uh, the new theme song for the show. It was conducted and arranged and created by Mikey Flash, the Mikey Flash on Twitter. Thank you so much, Mikey Flash. Uh, That was fucking awesome. Um, So we got a few topics to talk about, and then we're going to get into some shit that I did on Twitter uh, and so on and so forth. Yeah, my shit just shut down. All right. Season two, this is exciting. This is exciting. Across the Spider-Verse earns $120.5 million in domestic opening weekend. Uh, it surpassed, I think, Mario in its opening day numbers. Um, and uh, oddly enough, Mario surpasses Frozen as the second biggest animated movie ever. Uh, Across the Spider-Verse is looking to probably top that. Uh, very shortly, if that's if 120.5 million in just domestic numbers, let's see. Uh, and it opened on Thursday night, uh, Friday morning, whatever you want to call it, because it was June 2nd, and it had the I think it wasn't a Memorial Day weekend, it was uh, Saturday, Sunday, so in like three, three and a half days, it made 120 million just. In the United States alone, we don't know what it's doing overseas just yet as far as I know. But, hey, um, so those are the two news things. And uh, John Carpenter said, Surprise, motherfucker. And so now it teases a sequel to 1982's The Thing. 
probably the most horrific film ever. Um, a lot of body horror shit in that one. I don't remember too much of it. I was very young when I saw it. Uh, I just remember that that head with the tentacles. Not the tentacles. The fucking um, spider legs that was hanging off the fucking ceiling and shit. Was nightmare inducing. So much so that I couldn't even see a still, a still picture of it. It was just very fucking good, you know. But now that I'm older, I can, you know, I can handle it, you know. So I might watch, I might look for the thing online and uh, watch that just to, you know, say that I watched it, you know. Um, but if it gets too scary... Run, bitch! Run! And... <laughs> I'm out. Um, so yeah, we got that was the most of the news that I could find. Uh, we got across the Spider Verse doing great numbers in the theaters. Uh, Mario surpassing uh, Frozen as the second biggest uh, animated film ever, and John Carpenter going back into the thing well and probably teasing a sequel. Um, from what I remember. Or from what I know from, not common knowledge, but just from, uh, you know, internet. Uh, Kurt Russell and uh, Keith David's characters survived. But there's like a fan theory that Keith David is the thing now. So we'll see. Because because, uh, there was something about him not wanting to drink something. Or wanting to drink something, and then when he was offered something to drink, he didn't want it. it it's a, it's a weird theory. I don't know the details too much of it, but yeah, that's um, yeah, you know, it's uh. <laughs> that's too fucking long. <laughs> Um, <laughs> um, I posted on Twitter something that I don't remember. Oh, I got a, what is this? Okay. All right. So, yeah, I was just looking over at Twitter. Uh, I posted that, uh, Sunday, which is today, well, technically it's 1224, so it's now officially Monday, uh, I hope you get a chance to read this. Oh, uh, Mindy, uh, Wheeler, uh, at Mindy Wheeler Art, the digital PDFs of, uh, boobs have dropped. So I guess those who, uh, helped the Kickstarter and all that got their digital PDF. So that's cool. Um, so what did I write? If I can, if I can find it. Okay. Uh, let me check this. This is where are my sumo fans at? That's not what I wrote, but I did write that. No likes, <laughs> not a lot of sumo fans. Uh, okay. I said tomorrow will be season two premiere of the Speculating Nerd podcast, which is what is it? And uh, oh, it's a new thing I want to try called Ask the Speculating Nerd, um, which will happen every Sunday. So during the week, if you guys got any questions or topics that you want to talk about, that thing that's uh, t- uh, 
it's trending and it's big news and you want me to talk about it or whatever the fuck, just send it my way. And on every Sunday, I'll compile all that information and get it to you to the best of my abilities. So far, it's it's just it's a brand new thing. It's basically ask me anything or Twitter topics combined and shit. And uh, yeah, we're trying something. Um, or I'm trying something uh, new. Also, I posted uh, just to get things rolling. Uh, let's try this. Get the conversation rolling. Which version of Spider-Man? Is your most favorite version from across games, comics, movies, and TV, and why? Comment or quote tweet your answer. Hashtag speculator podcast. I'll start. I'll start because uh, he was my childhood. And I'm going to say my favorite uh, Spider-Man incarnation or version of Spider-Man would have to be 1994's uh, the, uh, uh, Spider-Man cartoon uh uh, shocker! Um, I can't do it. I didn't do it justice. And I tried looking for that, <laughs> that sound bite. It's nowhere to be found for some fucking reason. I gotta check a, a new soundboard or some shit or try and make it myself. Um, <laughs> but yeah, he was, it was, that was, that cartoon was my childhood. Every Saturday morning I was, you know, that fucking theme song. Uh, and it was just, and it, it, it was, it was a big deal. So Liz Bombs, uh, chimed in saying the PlayStation one for sure seems to embody everything about Peter and an amazing story that is familiar yet different. Uh, I still have not yet played the game, unfortunately, uh, but I will, uh, I am going to spoil myself and just look it up on YouTube, the story uh, cinematics, and watch that just so I get an idea of what the fuck the story was. But that was real. That's really cool. That's uh, her uh, favorite. Uh, Energy Comics or N Comics TM. Uh, in my uh, in my interpretation, the best Spider-Man across all media was the spectacular Spider-Man cartoon. It is where I felt Peter was the most relatable, and it did a great job introducing new ideas by combining elements from the Six One Six and Ultimate Universe. Uh, that I used to watch uh, Spectacular Spider-Man. I watched anything that was Spider-Man on uh, on TV whenever it came out, if there was anything new, except for the MTV one. Excuse me. Um, uh, there was an MTV one which was supposed to pick up from or be it was inspired by the uh, uh, Sam Raimi movies. And then there was another version that I did not see. Uh, I don't I can't quite put my finger on it. But Spectacular Spider-Man is a very good choice or a very good uh, option. And it's clearly it was a very popular show too and they did uh, really cool things they i think they made brock eddie brock and peter best not best friends but very good friends not rivals and shit and it was for some reason uh when he became venom there was a reason behind why he was uh had some animosity towards uh towards peter um And 
yeah, I thought it was a it was a that was a great show. So uh, I agree with Energy Comics. Uh, Ethan Archibong says my favorite iterations is Spider Man Two and um, the Spider Man game. I asked why, and he said, uh, if you know him from most of the '90s comics, I think the Spider Man Two choice is self explanatory. True. True that. And I believe the Insomniac game didn't just do great things with him visually, but they nailed his heart and other aspects of his life perfectly. That's really cool. Uh, Mikey Flash. Uh, he said, this is mine too. Uh, and I think it's more of a comment on my post saying that the, the Amazing Spider-Man cartoon from the 90s was his... Uh, choice two, and he said, "Whenever when I read him in any comics, this is the voice I hear." That's true. Anytime, anything that's when I was reading Spider Man, that was the voice I heard. It wasn't my voice; it was the voice of that Spider Man from that cartoon. Same thing with Kevin Conroy. Anytime I read Batman, I hear Kevin Conroy. So there's just there's just voice actors that stick with you, you know. Uh, Justin Swanhart, good old Justin Swanhart. I like Spider-Man the Animated Series 1994 the most. If a series has a 90s incarnation, it is probably what I like the most. <laughs> LOL. Uh, good choice. Good choice. Uh, peace uh, to Ukraine. Art by Athena 1. I love Spider-Man in all his various incarnations with the gif of uh, the 1960s Spider-Man waving and swinging through the city. Um that is a very excellent choice. Uh, very excellent choice. Uh, also, if you notice, if you paid attention, the banner, the new banner that we have, or the new faceplate uh, for the show or whatever. Uh, <coughs> excuse me. Um, anyway, the new banner for the show was designed by Art by Athena. So thank you so much, Athena. Appreciate it. Social Mogo. Uh, says Miles Morales from Into the Spider-Verse. Haven't seen the new one yet. Uh, his quote. I love him going from a normal kid to learning to become not just a hero, but a hero embracing what he loves. Him incorporating his art into his true, his first true suit is perfect. Into the Spider-Verse is an extremely special fucking film. And I highly agree with uh, picking Miles Morales as well. Um... Really, my limited vocabulary can't convey uh, the proper uh, words, but excellent fucking choice. They did a fucking phenomenal job with uh, Into the Spider-Verse. I can't wait to see Across the Spider-Verse. Uh, that's going to be fun. Uh, Sarah, uh, underscore UK1, love the PlayStation 1, but I also love Tom's. Uh, one because that is accurate to Stanley and Steve Ditko where it all started. Uh, Tom Holland, I believe, is uh, what she's uh, referring to. Excuse me. Uh, he has been the most spidey. Like he's pretty on point as his. Peter Parker, Spider-Man. You know, even though uh, I think there are times they play him super young, I guess, or super, like, I, I can't quite put my finger on it. 
I'm sure when I watch the movie, if I was to watch the movies again, I'd find what I'm what it is. Uh, maybe the too self reliant on the Iron Man aspect of the story kind of threw me off and some shit, but um, uh, I get it uh, in terms of having to connect it connect it into the universe. But um, I do enjoy and do like Tom Holland's interpretation of Spider Man. Uh, it's probably the most early comic accurate. Uh, like uh, she suggests, uh, it's very true to Stanley and Steve Dick, Steve Ditko's run of Spider Man in the early uh, early sixties. So yeah, I um, I agree with that. I, I I highly agree with that. Two cheesecakes. Uh, Miguel O'Hara is my favorite Spider Man since his debut in the comics. I really love late 80s, early 90s web of Spider-Man comics. Spider-Man 2 is my favorite movie with Spidey in it. All right. Miguel O'Hara, for those of you who don't know, is um, Spider-Man 2099, um, uh, which is actually a really cool uh, uh, name drop there. Uh, the late 80s, early 90s, Web of, Web of Spider-Man comics. I think Web of Spider-Man was the not his, not, just, not the introduction but it was the comic that they started when he was wearing the black costume, right? Like after Secret Wars, when he uh, when after the Secret Wars event, they started the new uh, line of comics, uh, Web of Spider Man. I think that's where they started with him in the black suit, if I'm not mistaken. And of course, uh, eventually it spun off into the other things. But yeah, they do that. Uh, if you don't know. Shocker. Beg your pardon. Throat's a little dry. Uh, comics have this thing of, or, or at least Marvel, and, so, and DC too sometimes. You'll have, if it's a popular character, they'll have four to five different titles with probably uh, three or four different writing and art teams uh behind it and some of them did not i think uh meld cohesively uh chronologically uh unless they were very close together and said oh we're doing this in web of spider-man what are you doing in amazing spider-man oh i'm doing this but uh it, wait i just a thought just came to me didn't web of spider-man turn into peter parker peter parker spectacular spider-man because they, they they also changed titles at some point. I think Web of Spider-Man became uh, Peter Parker uh, slash the Spectacular Spider-Man. If I'm not mistaken. Uh, two Cheesecakes, uh, you're more knowledgeable than me. Hit me up after you hear this and let me know the details. And Spider-Man 2 is clearly a very big favorite within the live-action Spider-Mans uh, with Tobey Maguire. So that's the comments. Let's check out the quote tweets. Um, Kid Fate. 90s animated series is up there, but alongside that in the 90s, Ben Riley. I still love his costume and I still love the clones, the clone saga. Wow. The clone saga. Much respect to you, <laughs> Kid Fate. Uh, I actually enjoyed it too. 
as a, as as a young reader, I enjoyed it too. As I got older, <laughs> whatever. Uh, but Ben Riley, yes, he is also a big favorite. I love the '90s. Co- well, what was it? Late '90s. It was late '90s, right? Yeah, mid to late '90s costume of uh, Ben Riley Spider Man, where it's just a. It's a beautifully designed costume that I would love to see in live action. At some point, they got to make this suit live action. Uh, he originally had... I liked his original costume as well uh, when he was uh, the Scarlet Spider. And he had just the plain red trunk. I mean, red suit with the blue uh, pullover hoodie slash vest. The hoodie vest. That was 90s. That was very 90s. If you had, you had a hoodie vest, you were pretty cool. Uh, <laughs> uh, or pretty uh, grunge or some shit like that, you know. But uh, yeah, they had him in a in a hoodie vest, blue hoodie vest, with just red red uh, tights and shit. Then when he became uh, Spider-Man, took over for Peter Parker, who was losing his powers or some shit. I thought he was the clone at some point. Uh, but he was still... He still was considered Peter Parker, so Ben Riley remained as Ben Riley, if I'm not mistaken. Or at some point, he dyed his hair back to brown and started masquerading as Peter Parker or some shit. At some point, I forgot. But the suit is probably. Probably? Yeah, probably. My f- most or second favorite costume. Out of all the Spider-Man costumes. It is so fucking 90s and so badass. So I highly agree with you, Kid Fate. It's a beautiful fucking costume. I love that costume as well. It's It has the traditional red webbing uh, top part across the torso. Uh, from the shoulders to the torso and the head is all the classic look. But the spider is huge and grows... Over his shoulders, down down his chest, and, you know, the legs go around. It, it's a fucking magnificent uh, design. I want to know who came up with that design. Kid Fate, if you know, if you're listening to this, Kid Fate, and you know who designed that. I don't know if it was Mark Bagley, who was a artist at the time, or if someone else. But if you know who designed the Ben Riley spider-man costume please let me know because i love that fucking costume it's so fucking cool uh moving on ronan the accuser uh at comics uh comics nerd 2 uh i guess his choice is andrew garfield because he's amazing um andrew garfield would have been a fantastic um uh, he no he was no he was a fantastic spider-man and not fantastic spider-man movies uh or in this case amazing the first one was huh okay and the second one was just what uh like bruh um and I believe the his cameo in um uh, Far From Home. 
right? No Way Home. No Way Home. Yeah, there's uh, uh, Homecoming, No Way Home, Far From Home. Far From Home. No, Far From Home, No Way Home. Uh, <laughs> keep getting those fucking confused. Um, his cameo was a nice little redemption thing for him. But if they had given him a great... I'm telling you, we would not probably have to deal or have uh, not... We would not have probably gotten Tom Holland as Spider-Man. If Andrew... Andrew, I'm pretty sure if they had given him great fucking movies to do with great scripts and all that shit, we probably would have had a Spider-Man 4 or 5 with Andrew Garfield. Because he was so, he really was so fucking good. It's just the movies that he had were not so great, you know. Uh, but I think he could have carried a good solid four or five films, if if they were fucking good. But that's Sony's fucking fault. Uh, so, yeah, good choice. Uh, all great fucking choices. I uh, I have nothing. Um, I have no negativity towards any of these choices thank you all so much for responding and making this a fucking show <laughs> thank you uh in order uh thank you uh liz bombs uh, appreciate it nrg comics ethan archibong uh mikey flash justin swanhart uh, art by athena social moguls sarah uk two cheesecake two two cheesecakes um uh kid fate and ronin the comics nerd 2 thank you all so much for responding uh maybe this will maybe that'll be the thing maybe that's what i gotta do is just to get folks attention out there uh to get them in the conversation and into the show and into what the fuck is going on uh Oh my god. June 8th. We are next week. Oh my god, next week. Uh, I'm so fucking excited. We will get our first fucking look at Mortal Kombat 1 gameplay. Oh my god. Uh, what is it? Uh, Summer Game Fest? This is going to be so fucking... I can't fucking wait. I marked it down in my fucking calendar. I don't mark anything in my fucking calendar. But I marked Mortal Kombat 1 gameplay. Reveal uh, in my fucking calendar. That's how fucking hyped I am for that shit. Also in other news. <laughs> uh, critics call Marvel Studios She-Hulk Attorney at Law wildly fun. For your Emmy consideration in all categories. Including outstanding comedy series. Now streaming on Disney+. Plus. She-Hulk Attorney at Law is vying for Emmy consideration. She's gotta get something. Even uh, I think they're yeah, even trying to uh, put Obi One in the Emmy's consideration thing. Um, I would I, well. I don't think I. I'm pretty sure it'll get nominated, but it's not going to win. Uh, especially what is it? Outstanding comedy series. I don't know. And it was funny. She-Hulk was funny. She-Hulk is my heart. Don't fucking... Don't get me started on She-Hulk. Okay? 
but I I love that they're solid solidly behind her and the show. Uh, outstanding comedy series. I I can see them getting nominated for it, but I don't think they're gonna win it. But it's a like they say, it's an honor to be nominated anyway. So that's that. Oh, uh, Caledonian Kitty has a new true crime post uh, live now on their her website. I murdered over ninety women. They are my babies. What? Thirty shocking facts about America's most deadliest serial killer. Serial killer Samuel Little, nineteen seventy serial killers. Uh, she's a true crime fanatic, or fan, I should say, uh, an enthusiast, and she has a blog. Uh, might want to check that out. Uh, there's a lot going on. Um, yeah. Okay. For subscribers, I believe uh, the next, uh, I would give it 72 or 73. Um, let's see. Well, well, let's see how the news and all that stuff goes and uh, timing and work and all that shit goes. But movie commentary track is still coming with Darkman. I'll be doing that soon. Uh, comic reviews for Hulk The End is uh, going to be on its way. Uh, oh, how the fuck could I fucking forget? We have a new subscriber. Shout out to A.D. Lander. I hope I'm doing that right. At Seraph 7th. S-E-R-A-P-H-7, the number 7, T-H, A.D. Lander. Uh, A.D. Lander is a uh, writer, dark fantasy writer, author of the Azshale. Forgive me, I'm not very fucking good at this. A-Z-S-H-A-E-L uh, series, Angel Falling, out now. And Angel Rising coming in June 2023. Kindle, paperback, and paperback, and hardbook. Uh, give him a follow. I just recently uh, downloaded uh, or bought, I should say, and downloaded uh, Angel Falling on my Kindle. I'll be getting to it very soon. But a quick shout out to AD Lander. Thank you so much for subscribing. And uh, hopefully we'll do a Creator's Corner uh, in interview uh, once I get things situated. Um, so, yeah. AD Lander, uh, since becoming a subscriber for $1.99 a month, gets movie commentary tracks, comic reviews, first look at new OG original stories, uh, movie spoiler reviews, and OG thank you art for the first time. Uh, as I was going to say prior, I just uh, mailed out uh, his uh, little art piece that I did for him. Uh... As far as I know, everyone that uh, is a subscriber, Zafludo, Justin Swanhart, uh, they got their art pieces. Uh, Social Mogo, as far as I know, probably has not checked his mail yet, as far as I, I, I was told. Uh, but uh, it should be in there. Uh, so hopefully very soon he gets his art piece. Um, but yeah. Uh, so I like I said, I, as a thank you, as you... If you subscribe, I do art pieces for you uh, to the best of my abilities. 
If you go to Twitter, you'll see what they will look like. Um, but yeah, AD Lander, your piece is in the mail. Um, yeah, uh, I threw like six fucking stamps on that thing and just because uh, <laughs> I honestly don't have time to go to the post office like that. So I did I did my little research and uh, they said it said at least enough stamps that equal a dollar forty five. So I said, OK, slap three fucking stamps on that and I'm praying for the best. Uh, that's probably not how it's supposed to go. But if it worked for the last two to three people, it should work. Uh, it should work for, for that one. Uh, yeah, this was the original post I did. Uh, Alrighty, folks. This coming Sunday will be the day for Ask the Speculating Nerd. Send in your questions and topics for me to cover every Sunday. Please use the hashtag. You can send them here on Twitter or... The Speculating Nerd Podcast at gmail.com. Yes, we do have a website too. Not a website, an email address. You know, I mean, come on. Uh, <laughs> I was under the weather. Now it's just dry throat and shit. And, um,. So that's what all the coughing is. Uh, I think that is the season two premiere. Uh, real quick, let's just uh, stroll around and see what's going on. She messed up. Lily Rose Depp is trending. Why is Lily Rose tre- Lily Rose Depp's Lily Rose Depp and the Idol? Okay. Okay. Um. So basically, HBO is doing porn on uh, on Max. I don't know. It's just, it's not porn. It's just I don't know. It's it's it's, it's just me or uh, like look. I've tried watching Euphoria. And it's just cocks all over the fucking place. You know, just like Bruh. put it away. Bruh. Stop it. Bruh. Just Bruh. keep it in your pants. Bruh. You know, every time I saw this one episode, it fucking scarred me for life. Uh, I can't unsee it. When the slightly uh, chubby girl, uh, uh, she tries to do, I think this was in season one, right? Season one. And the the girl, she decided to do uh, videos on uh, on the internet 
and this one guy wanted to pay her to be his dominatrix or whatever the fuck. I don't know. At some fucking point, it's a fat fucking slob fucking dude. And they're on a fucking video chat shit. And he fucking touches himself. And he's got a... Uh, like, just... No, 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 no! Oh, that's nasty. Ah. <sighs> And then there's another fucking... There's a flashback. It's just cocks. All over the fuck. It's the cock show. Euphoria is the cock show. That's all you see. That's all you get is cocks. <laughs> and now they got a... I think a sequel series... Not a sequel. A spinoff series called The Idol. With Lily Rose Depp. And it's it's trending on Twitter because her tits and her ass is all over the fucking place. I know you're HBO and HBO Max or Max, whatever the fuck you want to call yourself now. But at some point, it's got to be like, you know, it's what I got porn for. You know, what is do I really need to see this? You know, in my in something that I'm supposed to enjoy as a show. You know, like I couldn't. I, I needless to say. Zendaya's wonderful acting could not keep me in uh, enthralled enough to watch the cock show. You know, yeah, I'm sure some of you being like, "Bite my shiny metal ass!" But uh, I just, you know, and this guy was so fucking fat. I've not seen my Willie in two years, which is long enough. To declare I'm legally dead. It's just. It was so fucking gross. And then you got. Uh, I think there's this one guy. Uh, he's supposed to be in line to be the next Superman. Not. I'm not saying he is in line. But I think he's one of the, the people that they're talking to. Or the casting. Not casting. But like. they're He's in the running. Or some shit. Or at least he's one of the names that was thrown out there. I don't know. It's it's a weird fucking show, you know. I think only white people fucking come up with that kind of shit. <laughs> oh man, I don't know if it's. Uh, I'm not. I'm not saying I'm old, or I'm old fashioned, but I mean, it was cool when I was a kid. You know, when I was younger, it's like oh boobies and shit. You know, but it's just like, I don't even know how, I don't even know what the fuck I'm trying to fucking say, you know, just English motherfucker, do you speak it? No, I don't. <laughs> I fucking don't. Um, <laughs> I think we're going to end the show there. <laughs> Season 2 premiere in the books, episode 70. Um, thank you all so much uh, for listening. I uh, hope you enjoyed it. Uh, if you didn't, go back. 
not that if you didn't enjoy the show, but I'm saying if if at some point uh, you didn't get a chance to go back to season one, which is episode 69, the season one finale, and listen to the movie commentary track for Independence Day. So that means you have to watch the movie in order to get, the, you know, get the gist of what the fuck I'm doing on the fucking podcast. Uh, it was for subscribers only, but I re-released it for general audiences. So you get to kind of see what the fuck you're missing for one ninety nine a month. Um, and, uh, Shut up and get to the point. All right. <laughs> Subscribe, email me, whatever. We're still kind of new at this. This is only season two. Uh, more to come. Uh, more to uh, to digest. And uh, again, thank you, Mikey Flash, for the awesome uh, music. And uh, thank you all for listening. Uh, until next time, folks. Peace out.